What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fitness Realty Channel. My name is TJ McClelland, and I'm the broker. I'm super excited to share all the things we have planned with you. So sit back, strap in, and let's have some fun. What's up, everybody? This is TJ McClelland, broker of Fitness Realty. I'm here to give you September's market update. So I was going to shoot it yesterday, the first day of September, and the day got a little out of control, so there was no way I could shoot that. But I'm excited to shoot this. This is the second day of September. That's a weird way to say that. This is September 2nd. So 2022, we're looking to get this market update. This is going to be utahrealestate.com. So I'm thankful for them and all of the material they always put together. There are a lot of realtors paying in their board dues. But utahrealestate.com, they do put out a lot of good analytic tools for us. And so... I always want to try to give them the kudos that they deserve. So without further ado, let's kind of jump into this. So we've got number of listings entered. So this is residential listings. I usually don't do too much in the uh, commercial space. So mostly this will be residential. Let me see if I can make that one step smaller. There we go. All right. So now you guys can see number of residential listings entered. You got five years worth of data or five graph lines worth of data. So you can kind of see we have this high point this year in June for number of residential listings in, entered into the MLS. And then you kind of see it tapered down. And then um, we've kind of hit the ballpark for July of it looks a very similar of every year in the past five years. Um, or sorry, past four years. I don't know how you want to say that. So you can kind of see we do have this trend line that just continues to show itself. I would imagine this trend line is nigh impossible to break. I'll bet other markets have different trend lines than this, but with us having pretty harsh winters, not so much recently in the past, the winters have been kind of simple and not too cold. And so I feel like a lot of people just hate moving. Of course, during the holidays, that kind of sucks. So the number of listings that are entered into kind of dwindle down. And then right around January, they start to spike back up. That is the natural volume of our market. You can kind of see there's some outlier months where they like rocketed up or spiked down. But we have this kind of natural looking turtle shell, if you want to call it that. So I don't think we'll ever go too far outside of this. I think that the market is so entrenched into the school year holidays and winter and everything revolving around that that I don't know if we'll ever uh, break that so we're looking average or just like normal on that let's take a look at just the raw numbers so this is just those raw numbers again kind of based on the data up in the graph I like the graph a lot better so we'll skip over that now this one's the interesting one that I like to show is the active residential listings per day so you can kind of see this purple line rocketed up right a lot of people got nervous around the Fed rate hike, so they wanted to list their homes. So they started listing, listing, listing. People lost their purchasing power, lost their purchasing power. Inventory was staying stagnant. Now we've kind of leveled out. Okay, so we haven't really leveled out for very long. This July, end of July, middle of August. So you can kind of see we actually never crested over 10,000 listings. I could have sworn we were going to just crest over that. I wanted to see a 10,000 active listings on our market just for fun. We did not, however, see that. And so I'll bet we'll hover straight across for a little while. And then what you've seen on the graph previous to this, where it all kind of falls off and residential listings that are entered into start to come down, just the volume of them. So Comparative to that, we're going to see this kind of trend down as well, just because there aren't going to be as many active listings entered. 
So it'll just kind of taper down a little bit. But it is kind of interesting to see such a wide gap between 2021 and 2022. And you guys know last year was one of the hottest real estate markets for sellers that I've ever seen in my whole life. And I don't know if we'll ever see something that crazy ever again. So that being said, that's why you see this big giant gap. We had zero inventory and so much price pressure that active listings were just popping off, going hot and getting picked up. All right, let's skip over that. So active listings in this graph, so you can see the average number of active residential listings per day. This is just a frame of reference so that you have the previous four years. So as you can tell, we hit the Fed rate hikes. Boom, we just leveraged up and went up like crazy to the active listings on market. And you can kind of see that we're trending with 2018 and 2019's years right like right in the middle of this we may even come down a little bit here but it may actually just trend in the middle which is interesting to see so when it was 2018 2019 it felt like a pretty good mix right active listings they had some time for buyers to see it we didn't have to write ridiculous contracts so i think that we're in a great place now like i said had we ever seen this purple line like skyrocket to 20,000 listings or something crazy we definitely would have been in really big trouble then but right now you can see it we're right where 2018 2019 was and we've leveled out so i don't foresee us to continue to spike high you can kind of see that in 2018 it did spike over 10,000 briefly in october i just don't see that happening with our purple line right now but that's just my thoughts all right under contract listings of course you guys have seen in the previous market updates this purple line has just fallen down everyone has lost their purchasing power with the fed rate hikes and then the mortgage rates so that's why you can see that and the interesting thing is i think there's a back on market data for this graph there are a lot of contracts that go active and then they go are they the listings that go active they get under contract and then something falls through and they come to back to market so that's happening more and more frequently in our uh, time. Number of contract residential listings per day per month. Of course, you can see that purple line is just trending downward. Like I said, that's just, just because everybody lost their purchasing power. So you can see, though, that we're not too far off from 2018 and 2019. So I feel like the market was in a, in a hot rocketing up scenario because the Fed was pumping in a lot of money into the system. And then once it dialed it back and the Fed rate hikes have dialed that back, we've kind of just gone back to a 2018, 2019 scenario, which during that time, it wasn't bad. It was kind of a great market. Buyers and sellers both had leverage on each side. I think the deals looked good during that time. That's just my personal two cents. Active no-show, uh, let's see, active no-show residential listings per day. This is the this weird new category. This is what that used to be called off-market. So off-market used to be somebody had to list it, but they weren't ready to show it. So this is just active, but they're not showing it yet properties. So you can see that just rocketed way up. I think that's just because people were getting listings ready to list. And now people have got them on market, but no showings yet. So, I mean, they're not taking showings, right? It's not that nobody's seen it. It's that they're not taking showings for the public yet. I feel like that category is really weird. I, I kind of wish they had something different than that, but... I don't know what, I don't have an, a suggestion for that yet. Let's skip over that weird category, like I said. So sold listings, you can kind of see we flatlined across March, April, May, June because of the Fed rate hikes, of course. Then we went down in July. I really feel like it was just that the market was trending, the cooling period. Then people really started realizing that it was down. We didn't get much action in July. 
And then August had a little uptick, of course, which was kind of interesting to see that because we actually did jump up in average home price a little bit in the, at the end of August. I'll be able to show you that when we get there. Back to market listings, like I said, these ones are the ones that go under contract and then come back to market. So you can kind of see we had a real big spike as everybody lost their purchasing power. Every new build contract that I had during that time, my buyers were like, oh crap, we don't qualify anymore. So we actually had a lot of cancellations as well on our staff, not just my personal clients, of course. And then you can see we've kind of flatlined. There's always going to be this back to market uh, criteria or back to market data and that's just because contracts do fall through all the time. You could have somebody that gets under contract and it has nothing to do with finances and they back out. Those are the same. Like these aren't, they're not broken out to be finance reasons or appraisal reasons or inspection reasons, right? It just says, hey, this came back to market. So you're always going to have a level of these back to market listings. All right, that's the end of that one. Let's go to, let's see, I'm going to share this tab now. So this is the sales per month report. I'm just going to show you Salt Lake County really quick. And then we're going to show Tooele County uh, really fast because I have some of our viewers that want me to do a deeper dive into Tooele County, I guess. Let's go on the average home price. So right now we've got selected Salt Lake County. So we're going to do Salt Lake County's average home price. I'm going to show you where that jumped up this month. Um, and it did jump up just a little bit. All right, just for fun, you can see September 2017, our average sold home price was 331000 So this is why I always like to tell everybody it's a great time to buy real estate because in the long run, you're going to be sitting really pretty. Because 2017, that was only five years ago, 331 average home price today minus september don't look at september's because the data there's not enough data points to to really make that happen so let's look at the end of august the average home price was six hundred and seven thousand dollars so you've pretty much seen a, almost a virtual double from five years ago in average home price and to me that just means the the dollar got a lot weaker because there are so many more dollars in the system but that's neither here nor there. That's just me on my soapbox. And so you can really see that driving that market from 331 to 607 was pretty huge in five years. But this is the one thing that I wanted to show from July to August, you did have it go from 601 to 607. So this is roughly a 1% increase. So you saw a 1% increase from July to August, which is pretty big. Typically in real estate markets, you've seen a three to four percent a year increase in value that's not the case right now of course right because you did see let's just start with may you were 646 down to 631 that was probably three percent then 631 to 601 that was probably four percent so you're really seven or eight percent lost in 60 days and then you jump up one percent from 601 to 607 so in total in the last 90 days or so you've probably gone down about five and a half, six percent. You guys can do the calculations uh, and I'm probably pretty close, but a little bit wrong. <laughs> All right, let's do a little deeper dive into Tooele County. I want to showcase this a little bit and I'm pulling Tooele County with everything in it. So we don't really specify single family condos, townhomes. We could, um, but I just don't want to get too nitty gritty. So you can kind of see September 2017, 260 was the average home price all the way up to 512. And so, right, don't look at September. There's not enough data points for that. We're only two days in. So if we look at the end of August, we went all the way to 512, which is a virtual doubling very close to just like 
Salt Lake County. So I've had a lot of people talk about buying in Tooele County and they're like, well, it's not growing as fast as Salt Lake County. And that might be the case right now where it doesn't look like that. But Tooele County did the same volume in five years in price that Salt Lake County did. It just started a little lower, ended a little lower. So what's interesting to me is that you have a lot of people saying Tooele is kind of podunk or whatever, but seriously, the average home price in Tooele County right now is a half a million. So it's not podunk. <laughs> so anyway, let's kind of break that down a little bit more. So you can kind of see the high was 528 in May, went down in June. That's probably about a 4% decline. And then down in July, that's probably another four and a half percent maybe. So maybe 9% total. But you can see right back in August, it jumped up another 35,000, which is probably 5%. So you're down like four or five, down another four or five. So you're maybe, let's call it nine. Then you went back up five. So you really only lost four in the last 90 days. So that's why I'm saying like everything is relative to the market right now where timing the market is so hard. Nobody knew that in August we were going to jump up in value. My predictions were that we were going to continue to downtrend. So it's just really hard to predict. That's why what I say, um, and a lot of pro professionals, I'm just reiterating what they say, but timing the market is so hard, but time in the market helps you become financially wealthy. You can definitely see that. Like I said, just buy something in 2017, didn't matter what it was, hold it. You were double what you'd put into it in five years. So there's, there's nothing else that I've seen that can do that. I mean, you could gamble on the crypto market and maybe see some gains like that, but I don't promote trying to time the market in that either. So anyway, all right. Well, that was the market update for September. I love you guys. I think that the real estate market in Utah is very, very protected. I think that we're going to look good for a long time. Something that I do want to kind of plug in here is that if you are looking to just have somebody look at your finances to see if home purchasing is viable. We have ways to do that and to get you on a path to uh, home ownership. And honestly, I just love to promote that because, uh, well, one, of course, I make money in this business. But number two is if I can help you become successful in your real estate transactions, then you just gain a whole heap of knowledge wealth and you'll tell somebody about us because all the people that i've helped close in 2017 they're sitting on double the equity they had so that's not a bad day so if you were a renter during 2017 all the way to 2022 you missed out on pretty much double the equity you could have had in something and it didn't matter what it was you could have bought a condo that was 75,000, and if it doubled to 150 that's another 75,000 that you didn't have in life and so i feel like if I can get you to talk to us and to get coaching or mentoring from me or somebody on my staff and then talk to one of the, the lenders that we have, we can get you on a war path to success. Anyway, I love you guys and we'll see you next time. This has been September's Market Update. I am TJ McClelland, the broker of Fitness Realty. I love you and we'll see you. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Thank you so much for supporting us. We'll see you next time and we love you. Later.